in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today our title is the Spirit of Life. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Life. You find it in Romans, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 2, which reads, For the law of the Spirit of Life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and this. And sometimes you ask what is the relationship between the spirit of life and the gospel of today. Today is telling us love your enemy. And the whole story or instructions about love. But let me share with you first the story behind verse 8, chapter 8 verse 2 in Romans. St. Paul was seeing that in chapter 6 the church was elevated high. And he was saying in 6.14 that sin will never have dominion over us because we are not under the law but under the grace. Then he started to scream in chapter 7, Romans 7, to say, Who can save me from the bondage of this flesh? Then he discovered something. In Romans 8, he discovered, it is, I have been given the gift, but when I put the gift aside and try to live a holy life by myself, I fail. So he found out that the mystery is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death is dominion over us if we don't have the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So he's putting before us that choice. Whether to live as the same sinful life, groaning from sin and you can't find any hope, or you put on the law of the spirit of life in Christ, which is able to make us free from the law of sin and death. In Ezekiel chapter 37, the very famous vision of Ezekiel the prophet, he saw a place full of very dry bones. And then the Lord was asking him, Son of man, can these bones live? And he couldn't answer it. You know, Lord. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I can't I can think that it, it might live. But you know. You can do it if you want. Then he started to then prophesy. And he started to prophesy. And the bones were shaking. And then making a, clear, a full body covered with skin and flesh. But still we are dead. And here what he said. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds of breath and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. If you are in this position this morning, feeling that you are very dry bones, with no hope totally. You think when you receive the spirit of life, when this breath is in you, you will be an exceedingly great army. Again, we are not talking about the theory of the Holy Spirit. It is the reality of the third person of the Holy Trinity, who is in us from day one, but needs to be refilling us at all times. Even the verse in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, when he is saying, be filled with the Holy Spirit. It 
means be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Let Him lead every aspect of your life. Don't rely on your own understanding because by your own understanding you will, you went to this area where you are now, very dry bones. But now you are called to be exceedingly great army. St. Basil the Great is telling us it doesn't matter what is your condition today. Why? Because we have the spirit of life who is able to restore everything. Though the Holy Spirit comes, our, through the Holy Spirit comes our restoration to paradise. If you are living, you feel that you lost paradise, He is able to restore paradise for you. Our ascension into the kingdom of heaven. If you're still living on earth, you think, I can ascend you to be in Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father. Our return to the adoption of sons. If you feel that you are not enjoying the full sonhood of, of God, He is going to restore your, your sonhood as well. Our liberty to call God our Father. Some of us till now missed out the meaning of fatherhood for any reason. Our being made partakers of the grace of Christ. Our being called children of light, our sharing in eternal glory, and in a word, our being brought into a state of, of all fullness of blessing. This is the full restoration that the spirit of life wants to do it. So, when he's telling us <coughs> in the gospel today, but I say to you who hear, it means there is no exception. If you are going to be a follower, this is your lifestyle. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. It's a very simple answer, I can't. I tried and it was very hard. But it's telling us now it is your own power. It is the power of the spirit of life who is able to do it. Because sometimes you are in the church, refusing, feeling it's too old. Commandments, I can't do it. But let me share with you what St. Paul says in Ephesians again. And you made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. We are in a state of death without the Holy Spirit, without the fullness of the unity of the life of the Holy Trinity. So we are called and we have been offered to be made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, including hating, hatred, including rejecting what he has told us in the gospel of this morning how again St. Paul in the same epistle of Romans chapter 8 he's telling us you have the means don't say I can't you can't by your own strength but by his strength you can he's saying in chapter 8 verse 11 but if the, sp if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from dead dwells in you if it means it's your choice from day one you received it, but maybe he's grieved or he quenched, is quenched because of your own deeds. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Also give life. If we were dead in our sins and trespasses, if we were dead because we reject the commandments, it's too much, I am not going to do it. Or we have our own exceptions. I can say I can love everyone except. He's telling you today it's time to accept this one who, are, who is excommunicated from your own list or taken away from your list. St. Macarius the Great is telling us whatever the soul may think fit to do itself, here is our weakness in his 24th hymn. Whatever care and pains it may take, 
relying only upon its own power. And this is the failure of every one of us when I rely only on my own power. And thinking to be able to affect to effect a perfect success by itself without the cooperation of the spirit is greatly mistaken. It's time to repent for this great mistake. I rely on my own strengths, on my own relationships, on my own personal understanding, which was again denied the book of Proverbs. Do not lean in your own understanding. It's of no use for the heavenly places. It is of no use of the king, for the kingdom. Would you like to be used in the kingdom and the heavenly places? Rely on the Holy Spirit who dwells in you and who is ready to do more than that in your life. And here what St. John is telling us in first epistle. Would you like to know what does it mean to have the spirit of life to be able to love your enemy? Here is the key. He's saying in first John chapter 3 and verse 14 and 15, we know that we have passed from death to life. And you can identify yourself whether in it, in this world or not. Because we love the brethren, passed from left death to life. Because we love the brethren. Can we say it in an opposite way? Yes. We know that we did not pass from death to life because we still hate the brethren, whoever they are. That's why the connection between the spirit of life and the gospel of today is a conversion and transformation from being self-centered, loving myself, thinking of myself, or giving myself even to this for the sake of others. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Let me remind you with what we shared last week with the words of origin. He's telling us again the same what we shared now in a few minutes. And now by participation in the Son of God, one is adopted as a son. He's telling us, enjoy it. Don't see it as you don't see yourself as a spectator, as we said last week. We are participants in the life of the Son, are participants and rendered wise in Christ. And finally he is saying, so also by participation in the Holy Spirit is a man rendered holy and spiritual. If you are not holy and spiritual yet, it's calling you, it's time to come. It's time to enjoy this fullness of being a holy man and a spiritual person through the Holy Spirit, not through your own personal things. And let me finish with these words. Just again, it's not a matter of hearing a sermon in a church, 10 minutes or 15 minutes or even an hour. It's a matter of receiving something from the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want to see us the same people yesterday and today. He wants a life full of conversion. So, first of all, ask yourself, did you try before and failed? We hear it many times, I will try again. But you are going to try again with your own strength, I'm telling you, you are going to fail. But if you are going to try again with His power, it's something totally different. We say in the end of the liturgy and in each service, the communion and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is my partner who never failed. And when I enjoy the unity with Christ through the Eucharist, He was always victorious. He never been defeated. But it's me when I go by, by my own. You try it by your own power or by His own power. Make this liturgy a, 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 a matter of drawing a new line in your life. From now on, I am relying on you. I am going to talk to you more. 
you are the spirit of life rely on the spirit of life enjoy the new life in him through him it's not through your own intelligence it's in him and through him breathe in the mystical act and preserve in your life what does it mean that I did it once I did it for a week and didn't work the mysticism has no measure the mysticism has no observation but after a while you'll see it I was sharing a few days ago with someone if you look in the mirror today and look to the mirror in, the, in your mirror tomorrow will you see a difference of your age or if you are a child you will see a difference in your height definitely not but after a year or two or five or ten you can see a real difference not because you are not able to see the difference between today and tomorrow you are not growing you are growing but you can't see it, you can't sense it the same thing when we are <coughs> following the Lord when we are relying on the Spirit He is making us in this process of conversion sometimes we can't observe it day by day but we will observe it over time so persevere and believe in the mystical act of the Holy Spirit may the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever Amen <laughs>